That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Commissioner Cooper, and a little humble pie doesn't hurt anyone. Certainly had a little bit of that last week, but we're moving on to the next week. We're about a quarter way through the fantasy season, so we got a lot to talk about. We got leaders, we got flops, people to drop, waiver wire pickups. We got the doc in the house. We got your sophisticated waiver wire pickups. It's time for TSS Fantasy. It's time for TSS Fantasy. Football players, you don't have to take a shower to go to work. There it is. That's oh shit! I forgot to bring everyone. There it is. <laughs> That's how this week has gone for sure. Let's welcome in the crew. Uh, let's get the introduction stars, fellas. Welcome in, Judge Jordan Thomas. Welcome into the studio, sir. It's good to be back, and it's good to be back in the win column. More importantly. <laughs> yeah i'm sure it is all right let's welcome someone who won't be in the win column for quite a long time fred the jester reyes welcome to <laughs> we've got robbed thank you everybody it's fred the jester reyes coming into the holiday season you know what that means it's almost that sack time <laughs> indeed the jester sack <laughs> I forgot all about it. How could you forget about the Jester sack? I don't know how you can forget about the Jester sack. All right. So welcome in to the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. It's such a joyous occasion when the Jester sack gets brought up. Uh, <laughs> that, thing, hey, that thing was full of stuff last year, so uh, <laughs> how much it's full this year. All right, let's get things started. Let's pay the bills. Don't forget, go to tssfantasy.com. We will have our latest and greatest rankings up here soon this week, so make sure you check that out. Also, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We'll double that deposit up to $100 for you. Also, Jazz Sportsbooks, lots of great different promos each week. Make sure you check them out as well. And if you're looking for some championship bling for your fantasy champion, look no further than Pro Am Belts. Lots of great stuff for you there. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit a like, hit a comment. Do us a favor, subscribe for us. A little thing stopping you from doing it. Big things popping for us when you do. So we do appreciate you. All right, fellas, we got a medical expert in the building, and we don't make any kind of money. So let's not run up that bill. Let's bring him in the dock. We got a lot of injuries to talk about. The doctor is in. It is getting to week number five, and we got a lot of stuff to talk about. 
Dr. Miller, welcome into the studio, my friend. Hey, gentlemen, great to be here. Let's start with Kyler Murray. So we started talking about him last season quite a bit. He is going to remain on the pup list despite early discussion he'd be ready after four games. So update according to Adam Schefter, Murray is, quote, weeks away from playing. But according to the house call, Murray is, quote, months away from fantasy relevance. So I'll just talk right now about his return. Doesn't mean anything for fantasy. It's going to take him a couple of weeks to be relevant. Moving to Cooper Cup, also some discussion about his impending return. So he's going to return to practice this week, although the story is he's not likely to play during week number five. So my question for you, Commissioner, is what's this mean eventually for Puka? He's had an awesome season so far. With Cup's return, what's this going to look like? I mean, he's still obviously a, you know, we were going to bring this up later, but Matt, you know, Matt Stafford's obviously got a nice connection with him right now. Uh, but you can expect, obviously, with Cooper Cup coming back, all those targets are going to come down somewhat. Um, so, you know, he'll still be an effective, you know, wide receiver too, maybe for you. But with Cooper Cup back, hard to, hard to continue the numbers he's been putting up. Certainly, let's uh, move to the Colts. So Jonathan Taylor is returning this week from the pup list and will practice Wednesday is the story. Not might, not should, but will practice Wednesday. But he still doesn't want to be there, right? And they're not going to give him a long-term contract, so I, I don't know what this means. You know, practicing Wednesday doesn't mean playing. It doesn't mean fantasy relevance. So, again, that's probably more relevant for you all segment of the show to speculate on what's going to happen there. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor will be an interesting uh, topic of debate. I mean, we're going to have just monitor that situation. Is he getting traded? Um, you know, what's going on? Are they going to play him? Is it going to be a stand, you know, standoff between the two? It's it's crazy to think about. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see for the Jonathan Taylor owners for sure. Move to L.A. So uh, Justin Herbert sustained a middle finger fracture and a nail injury in his non-throwing hand. Uh, but this is great timing, right? Chargers have a bye week this week, so he can recover. Next up for Herbert's going to be Monday Night Football on October 16th. And so the story is this fracture is not going to cost him any time. Speaking of fractures, T. Higgins sustained a singular rib fracture during week four. Um, he thought initially that it was just some back spasms, so probably speaks to the, the severity or lack of severity of this fracture. It is said to be isolated. It's just one. And Higgins himself is saying he might be back this week. Now, expect him to be a limited participant in practice. Um, but even though he says he might be back, I've already moved him to my bench for week number five. I think that it's very ambitious to think that he's going to play. Javonta Williams sustained a hip flexor injury during the first half of week four and didn't return. He's now questionable for week five. So I'd say listen up for Brian's update on him a little bit later in the week and into Sunday morning. Um, Mike Evans. So hamstring strain in the first half of week four. And again, didn't return. It's considered minor at this point. Um, but the Bucks have a week five bye, So that's uh, again, serendipitous timing. His plan is to return during week six. Moving on to Las Vegas, Devonta Adams missed the majority of the second quarter with a shoulder injury, but did return. So he's not expected to miss time moving forward. And we should see his production tick up a little bit with Jimmy G's return in Las Vegas. Kenny Pickett, um, heard some guys talking about him a little bit pre-show, saying he'd be a whole lot more productive if he was in San Francisco. Uh, he went down with a knee injury in Sunday's loss, didn't return. Good news, MRI said it's just a bone bruise, which leaves him as questionable for week five. 
Um, he is expected to practice. So again, check in with Brian later on in the week and we'll probably have an update, but looking good for Pickett. Unlike Pickett, Pat Fryermuth not looking good for week five. He's doubtful and likely out two to three weeks with that hamstring strain from last weekend. It's a little bit more significant than uh, some of the others we've talked about tonight. And lastly, Jawan Johnson went down last weekend with a calf injury, didn't return. Again, severity is uncertain as of now, so just keep a look on that for later in the week. All right, we'll keep a monitor, Doc. We appreciate your time, my friend. We will see you next week on The House Call. Guys, have a great show. Thank you, my brother. All right, let's talk about some weekly leaders. Well, some weekly leaders were there indeed. How about Josh Allen? He's back three, I was about to say 336.5 points. Anthony Richardson came in at number two, 29.6. Justin Fields, 28.9. Lamar Jackson, 28.1. And Justin Herbert, 24.4. As far as our leaders go, anyone, Justin, I'll just go to you. Anyone, as far as leadership-wise, caught your eye on the leaderboard as far as QBs are concerned? I mean, you could say Justin Fields, but I was kind of already – slightly hinting at a game like that from fields i mean the broncos were just terrible last week and continue to be terrible um i'll say i'll say anthony richardson was a surprise to me and it's only a surprise because he came back from a concussion and you know first half looked a little shaky second half he absolutely turned it on and pulled put in a game that you know i stayed consistent with what he's been putting out for the first two weeks that he's been playing so you know, you gotta love that from a rookie. You know, a lot of consistency. He's been up in the upper echelon for the three weeks or the three games that he's played. Speaking of a guy who likes to turn it on, let's go to Jordan for the running backs. Christian McCaffrey, forty-eight point seven. David Montgomery, thirty-four point one. Josh Jacobs, twenty-seven point nine. Tyron Williams, twenty-seven point seven. And of course, my boy A. Chan can do it. Twenty-seven. Points and number five. What do you think, Mr. Jordan? Anyone caught your eye there in the running backs? Well, first of all, I just want to say I wasn't aware that I turned you on, but man, more power to you. Um, as far as the running backs this week, you know, you got a murderer's row with Montgomery and Kyron Williams. I think Kyron uh, might have heard me and Justin talking that stuff last week because he definitely had a good bounce back game. But I just want to say, if, if there was one thing I learned this past weekend in football, it's Christian McCaffrey absolutely confirmed to me he is the greatest football player on this freaking planet. There's just no answer for that freaking guy. And I was on a team that had McCaffrey freaking lost this week. So uh, that hurt a little bit. But, yeah, Christian McCaffrey, start him every week. Learn something new every week, guys. <laughs> Indeed. All right, let's go the, look at these receivers. Um, at the number one spot, we got A.J. Brown. He's back, 38.5. Stephon Diggs, 36. Nico Collins, ooh-wee, 35.8. Just talked about with Doc Pukunakua is number four, 31.3. D.J. Moore, number five at 27.1. Anyone who caught your eye on the leaderboard with receivers there, Fred? Um, it would have to be either number three or five, neither Collins or more. But I know if I'm correct that uh Justin was speaking about 
uh, Nico Collins the other day uh, on Sunday that he was going to have a big game. Uh, nobody's expecting C.J. Stroud to play like he is, and he is throwing the ball 300 yards every single game. So, hey, Justin called it Nico Collins. I was a little bit surprised. I didn't believe in him. You called Justin. Yeah, he's not because C.J. Stroud hasn't come out uh, been just that running quarterback. He's actually throwing, seeing the field well, um, and getting these young rookie receivers involved. I know – um, you know, talking about the Texans real quick, Dalton Schultz has been, you know, brought up a lot. Um, and it's just crazy how, you know, you thought in the beginning of the season how this young rookie quarterback was going to find that tight end a lot. No, sir. He's seeing that football field. And he's getting his playmakers the football. Um, so got to like uh, what you see out of C.J. Stroud and this Texans offense. Tight ends. I'm going to keep it with Jordan here because I'm going to let him get his shine here. We got Cole Komet, number one, 27.6. Mark Andrews at number two at 25. Jonu Smith. Oh, my goodness. Sit down. Kyle Pitts, 15.5 at number three. Jake the Snake Ferguson, 14.7. And Ogletree. There's always someone new every week in the tight end. I swear to God. Now it's Andrew Ogletree. Number five at thirteen point eight. Jordan, who caught your eye on the leaderboard there? I wanna, I wanna brag about my boy Jake Ferguson, but this was more of a. It's about damn time you actually hung on to the ball. It's been coming, so kudos to you. But listen, Arthur Smith, why are you the way that you are? You have this potentially generational tight end talent on your team, and yet I see Johnu freaking Smith's name on this leaderboard. It seems week after week after week. Like, what the hell are you doing, Kyle Pitts owners? It might be time. It might be time. It might be time indeed. Ugh. Well, we talked about well, we talked about some leaders, and you just brought him up. Let's talk about some flops. Thank you, morons, do anything right. They did their best. Flip stops. You know, funny thing is, last season at this scene, it seemed to kind of go not that way. But the season prior, we talked about how defenses really played a part in fantasy as far as scoring. And I forgot to mention that on the leaderboard. Um, when we talked about leaders, Seahawks, 30 freaking points. Cowboys, 27 points. Cowboys, that's the second time they put up some crazy numbers like that. Jaguars had 20. Ravens, 17. Vikings, 17. Some big, notable points in defenses. So just make sure you keep an eye out for that as we go forward. All right, let's talk about our flops. Uh, notables here. Trevor Lawrence, 16. Pat Mahomes at 17. Tua at 18. Dak Prescott at 19, Kirk Cousins at 22, Daniel Jones, 24, Joe Burrow, 28, and Mac Jones. I had to just mention him. He was our, our contributor this week who started and still ended up number 33 out of the top 32 QBs. We got to find we got to find one each week who does that. All right, uh, let's go around the room. Well, at least let's go to Justin real quick. Is there anybody in this QB um, flop segment that caught your eye and, you know, talk about maybe somebody you might be dropping at this point. All right. Well, I'm not dropping him, but definitely caught my eye. It's uh Joe motherfucking Burrow. Um, <laughs> you know, I tucked off a goddamn storm 
defending this guy. I thought he was going to get it right. Obviously, there is something wrong there. And if Zach Taylor is a good coach, he will address this issue before it ends up being the death of his regime. Um, listen, you got to pay T. Higgins soon. You're going to have to pay Jamar Chase soon. You just paid Joe Burrow. You need to get every game right now is, you know, it's needed. So you need to get this thing, this ship righted. I don't know what you got to do with his calf. Get all the best freaking trainers on it. Sit him out a, a, a week. Maybe send him to the massage or massur, ma, massage parlor. Masur, masur. <laughs> I just like saying that now. Uh, send him there, but not the one that Sean Watson went to. Don't send him there. But, uh, you know, get everything worked out in that calf because you need to win this division, buddy. You need to get to the playoffs. You need to lock in another contract because your ass might be seeing the door if some of these guys start leaving because we know Cincinnati Bengals are a notoriously cheap organization. Do not pay anybody. And, you know, all those contracts coming right around the corner. Joe Burrow might be throwing to Joe Nobody in a couple years. If you're in one of those leagues that you see somebody, you wake up tomorrow and someone dropped Joe Burrow, you make sure you put in your waiver claim immediately. I definitely Oh, also, I'm sorry. You asked for somebody to drop. Oh, yeah, Derek okay. fucking Carr. Drop him. Get it over with. It's done. He's not doing anything. He had plenty of opportunities this weekend. They had the better defense. He could not get that offense rolling. They even brought back Kamara. It's and he done. Good. It's it's done. They gave him five. Would they give him like four years on a one seventy contract or some shit like that? Wasted, wasted I, money. I think it's a little early to put the funeral <laughs> out there. It's wasted. It's but wasted. Yeah, Derek yeah, Carr's been broken for a long time. He he's a lemon, Jason. He's a lemon. AC joint coming into a game. I mean, yeah. let's give him a little credit. Um, that's not as bad as Daniel Jones money. You just paid this fool at the beginning true. of the season. And then the Giants two home games, you're averaging three freaking points a game. Mm. Worst ever. Thank yeah, you. That's, on, fair. that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. That's too. Fair. That's too. Yeah. I just, and I just dropped Daniel Jones yesterday. I traded for Brock Purdy because Daniel Jones killed my dynasty team. It is October. However, not the holidays yet, but I got a feeling um, you know, my little segment, you got ghosted. I feel like uh, Joe Burrow and Daniel Jones are definitely going to make a appearance on that one if things don't turn around here soon. All right, let's get on to the running back positions. Oh, I just want to mention I've finished what I was saying. If somebody does some rookie move like that and drops Joe Burrow, please scoop him up because that is a rookie move that, you know, you, you want to definitely, definitely don't drop Joe Burrow. He will get right at some point in the season, and you want to be the benefactor of that. And especially some team scoops him up, and you end up playing him later. I mean, I know for me, if he's on, I'd start him against you just to just for spite purposes. All right, let's go to the running back position. Najee Harris. Ooh, I mean, he's 19th, but just always finding himself down here. Rashad White, 20th. Uh, Alexander Madison, 21st. Uh, Travis Etienne, 22nd, 23rd, Brees Hall. Uh, Jerome Ford was 24th. Uh, Gibbs was 25th. Zach Moss, uh, 26th. Uh, Tony Pollard, 27th. Joe Mixon was 30th. James Conner, 36th. Miles Sanders, 39th. Ramondre Stevenson, 41st. Raheem Mozart, 43rd on the list. 
Um, Jordan, let's go to you in the running backs. Is there somebody here you're looking to drop or caught your eye? I mean, there's a lot of people that caught my eye this week because there's a lot of good running backs who who laid an egg this week. Um, you know, none bigger than I would say, you know, guys like Tony Pollard and Raheem, the dream Mostert. I think that's the first time this season you haven't called him that. Um, I will tell you, the guy that I am most panicking on right now on my shares and I hope this week changes this, but Freddie, man, Brees Hall is really, really concerning me. I spent a lot of draft capital on him. You can't drop the guy, and I wouldn't anyway because I still believe in the talent, but, man, he is killing me week in and week out. What happened to that running game with the Jets? 39 times if he, if he ran you it. can't pass it, you can't run it. That's true, too. There's, If there's no threat. And he broke a run for 43 yards, and you run it 16 times. Garbage. All right, let's go to the receivers. 30th, Keenan Allen, Drake London, 31st, Calvin Ridley, 32nd, um, Cord- uh, Cortland Sutton, 33rd, um, Joshua Palmer, 35th, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Man, that's another one, 38th. Tyreek Hill, 39th, Tyler Lockett, 42nd, um, Michael Thomas, 43rd. Waddle 47th, Judy 49th, Flowers 50th, Mike Evans 54th. He was hard though. Mike Mims Jr. 55th. Uh Jacoby Myers came in um at 75th. Michael Pittman Jr. 84th. Tink Dell 118. And Chris Olave 124th. Um, and Debo Samuel also at 126. Is there anyone who caught your eye there, Fred? Anyone you're looking to drop as well? I mean, a lot of them are due to gameplay. There was a lot of blowouts. The one that caught me, I was actually watching the Tennessee-Cincinnati game, and they blew out Cincinnati. And Hopkins had a chance to score a couple of times. I seen the deep bomb that went off his hands. So I'm kind of concerned with Hopkins because you think that them scoring that much, he would get a, a lot of the share of the balls, but he didn't. So I'm kind of hoping Hopkins gets it back together. I'm not worried about Hill or Waddle. Uh, you know, Judy and, and Debo Samuel didn't need to do nothing because you got McCaffrey going crazy. The one I'm worried about the most is Hopkins. He's usually shorthanded, and, and that's the most concerning to me. Hopkins, for sure. Drake, London, and right now, if, you know, they're not going to change Desmond Ritter, he's droppable to me. Um, not really doing much of anything um, on this list. All right, let's get on to the tight end, Sam Laporta. Oh, 17th, nothing crazy. Hunter Henry, 18th. Dalton Kincaid, 24th. Darren Waller, 26th. Goddard, 28th. Hawkinson, 29th. Kyle Pitts, 31st. Firemuth, 34th. Kittle, America's tight end, 45th. And Luke Musgrave, 55th. Anyone caught your eye there, Justin? Uh, yeah, so guy that caught my eye is obviously Kyle fucking Pitts. Dude, this guy is the pits, and I'm, I'm saying it here. I'm saying it here. I'm okay with it. Drop him because guess what? They just went out and they just said, "Johnu Smith, you're our guy." Like, what? Yeah. Like, what? The guy that this is like with Zeke for two years when Tony Pollard was right there. They're like what? Why? Why would you do that? So on that timeline, it's going to take at least one more year oh. before Arthur Smith actually knows what he has in Kyle wow. Pitts. And oh my god, it's just it's terrible. I I was watching that game and I was just like, why? Why? 
Like, why do you even have him? Just trade Drake him somewhere where they'll be appreciated. Yeah. Why invest all that draft capital into these weapons and not even fucking use them? It's ridiculous. It, Another one on there for me, Justin. I'm, I'm very much in the same boat with the Kyle Pitts on. Can't start Darren Waller. You cannot start anybody. Maybe once Saquon back, maybe they get a little bit of juice, but good Lord, Darren Waller might be the biggest disappointment of the entire fantasy season for me. How about yeah. Dallas Goddard on this list, too? I mean, he I don't know when he's going to show up at some point. Um, Jalen Hurts, obviously, not even looking his way. He's somebody else that's constantly on the flop list as far as tight ends are concerned as well. Um, tight end position as a whole kind of taking a little bit of a of a hit. You see TJ Hawkinson, not the first time he's been down here on the flops as well. So um, kind of interesting how this season has progressed so far. All right. Well, listen, we are, I mentioned a minute ago, we're about a quarter way through the season. We got a good little bit of chunk of uh, numbers, I guess, if you will. Got a good idea of how these players are working so far. And I said I wasn't going to do it, but I decided, you know what? It's educational plus it's fun. So let's go. It's time to play Fantasy Quiz Show. There seems to be no sign of intelligence. It's the Fantasy Quiz Show. Uh, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> It's going to be a long game. Time for some educational fun, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so basically how this will work, the first of amongst you three that get three categories closed out will be the winner. So let's start things out. Again, always a layup as we begin. Top five answers on the board. Here is your question. I'm looking for the top five without QBs. This is non-QB fantasy leaders in points, and that's in PPR. McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Ready with the number one answer to start things out. All right, what's a uh, give me their next one there, Fred? Oh, I'm doing the whole thing. Okay, uh, let's go with uh, AJ Brown. AJ, oh, shit, I gotta go look. AJ Brown, <laughs> I wasn't prepared. Not on the list Tyreek Hill Tyreek Hill let's go with let's go with somebody just off the wall let's go let's go with Nakua Puka Nakua Snap, let's go with Tyron Williams. Tyron Williams. Let's go, Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs to close it. Why? 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 So, this work? Unfortunately, not. So, here's how we'll do it. You got, we have to, actually, this works out pretty good for this one. We have two chances to steal here. So we'll go, I'll go round robin first. We'll go to my guy to my left here first. Dustin, can you get number two or three on this list? 
And so this is uh, just not in quarterbacks, right? Correct. Uh, I'm going to go with my Brad, my boy Brad, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. He's number two on the list now. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Jordan, you have a chance also to steal. There is another option here at number three. Do you know it? It's the Dallas Cowboys defense. <laughs> Cowboys defense. There oh, are I actually, really thought that was correct. They're actually pretty close, but no cigar on that one. It is Keenan Allen at number three, 103 points. So, Justin, he is right now a, the leader in the clubhouse with one category so far. Let's get it going. Number two, top. Let's go top. Where are we at here? Top one, two, three, four. Top five answers on the board. Here is your question. So I'm going now to the red zone. You know, a place I always like to go. What I'm looking for are the top running backs who are targeted the most for receptions inside the red zone. Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. He is on the list. He made the list. He's on the list here at number three. He's tied here with three, four, and five. Um, uh, he's with four receptions inside the red zone. All right. Well, Justin, go right ahead. What else you got? Uh Random, I'm going to say Devon A-Chain. This past couple weeks, he's been fucking peppered. He's also tied with Christian McCaffrey with four receptions inside the red zone. All right, who else you got? I'm going to go with my boy DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift. Not on the list, sir. You know what about what about Kyron Williams? He's been a huge splash uh, this year. Kyron Williams. All right, all right, all right. Um, he is number one, by the way, on this list with seven targets. By the way, wow! In the red targets. Zone. Um, targets, yes. not touches. Targets. Yes, wow. Targets. Yes. Yeah. Targets wow. seven times in the red zone. Wow. All right. Really you got... underestimated him. <laughs> <laughs> You're for real. You're missing number two and one of the last people tied with McCaffrey and A-Chan. Oh, so you're missing two and five. I'm going to go with uh, A-Chan's uh, teammate, Raheem Mostert. The dream. One strike remaining, my friend. Yeah, this might be a long shot, but uh, I know he's played in two games so far. I'm going to go with Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. 
right. Well, um, Jordan, I had you go second last time, so I'll let you go up first this time. I'm looking for number two and number five on this list, looking for most targets to a running back in the red zone. I'm going to go Homer pick again and say Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. I got to scroll up. <laughs> Oof. Tony Pollard is on this list. He was the one tied with McCaffrey and Achan with four. Fred, there's only one name remaining. It's the number two targeted running back in the red zone this season. Do you know who it is? I'm going to go with David Montgomery. David Montgomery. Number I thought that two. was going to be right, too. Number two on this list, Alexander Madison. He is number mm. five mm. targets in the red zone. If you don't know, now you know. All right, let's go to the let's go to the next question. We got Jordan with one. We got Justin with one. Let's get on to the next question. Top six answers on the board. I'm going back to that red zone. I'm looking for the top fantasy tight ends targeted inside the red zone. Jake Ferguson. I, that's that's how you know Jordan doesn't doesn't want to take over a category because I know he knows the answer. Jake Ferguson flawed. Where Jake, you can't run it, you should just shut up. Jake Ferguson, number one, eleven targets on the <laughs> that's list. That's right. Supposed to be the fun of the game, though. Try to run it. That's the whole point. All right, what else? What else you think here, uh, Justin? You got number one with Jake Ferguson at eleven. Who else you got? Let's go with the boy Sam Laporta. Sammy Laporta. All right. Let's go with guy who had a big week last week, Cole Komet. Cole Komet. Some trouble, trouble. I guess the generic pick is TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> the generic pick. TJ Hawkinson. Oh, generic if you want it. He's number two on the list with seven targets in the red zone. All right, who else you got? Uh, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Tied at number three on the list with six targets in the red zone. You're missing four, five, and six. Um, let's go with the natural, the the game, Triple H himself, Hunter Hercules Henry. <laughs> the game, he says. Hunter Henry. How many strikes do you have already? Is it one or two? How many do you have? I, I had two. Oh, okay. Well, here's three. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Justin, or excuse me, Jordan and Fred, you guys get a chance to steal it. Uh, Fred, I'll go to you first this time. You got to guess uh, who was most targeted tight ends inside the red zone. Mark Andrews. Mark, is Mark Andrews on this list? Yeah. Not. I, 
on the list. Judge, do can you take it away from Justin? I can take this right here. We've been talking about him for three weeks with his three catches for 66 yards. Give me Donald Parham, baby. Give him to him indeed. Parham Jr. is on this list. He's number five with five targets. Tied with Dawson Knox, believe it or not, also with five. And tied with Travis Kelsey. Ready for this one? Zach Ertz. He's also up there with targets. He's been fucking killing it. Six targets in the red zone. There's a little stuff you got to pay attention to. Jordan, you are now up two to one. Can you believe it or not? Let's go. Next subject here. Top five answers on the board. We're looking for, excuse me, this is top seven answers on the board. I'm looking for, we're going back to that red zone, and I'm looking for the top fantasy receivers that are targeted in the red zone. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Not on the list. Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs. <laughs> is tied with four other people down here. That's why we got seven people um, with seven targets. All right. Seven who, else, who, who you got on the, who else you got, Fred? I got Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Really? Uh, really? Let's go with AJ Brown. AJ Brown. What the hell's going on here? Be quick. Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Tyreek Hill. <laughs> So tied, also tied with uh, Dig. Let's go with Mike Evans. He's been hot lately. Mike Evans. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Recount. Okay, it's a hell of a drug. Justin, I'm going to go to you first on this one. Can you, there's lots of meat here to steal this one away. Do you know any of these? Any of them. Chris Godwin? Chris Godwin. And not Mike Evans? He's, oh, he's down at the bottom also with seven. Now that brings it up to two to two, Jordan, for your chance to steal and win the game. Can you name anyone else on this list? Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua. What? Is CD Lamb on there? On the list. What? Here we go. Devonta Adams, number one with 10. Jaden Reed is number two with nine targets crazy. in the red zone. Again, stuff to pay attention to. Cortland Sutton with eight. He's number three. Stephon Diggs, Dobbs, Romeo Dobbs, and 
Tyree Kill, Chris Godwin, and Stephon Diggs all tied with seven. If you don't know, <laughs> now you know. It's two to two, Justin and the judge. Just for time's sake, Fred, just shut the hell up. Let's get this over with. Top five answers. No, we should make we should make this sudden death. Jordan, if you're down with it, if Fred wins this, I'll give Fred this game. Okay, fair enough. Let's do that. Yeah, but, but he's right. got to sweep it. All right. Okay, that's right. Exactly. All right. Top five answers on the board. Here's the question. I'm looking. I'm taking you out of the red zone. Let's take you out of there. I'm looking at overall fantasy numbers. I want to know who are the top five scoring defenses in fantasy. Dallas! The Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Can he run at the table? Fred. That's hilarious. All right, Fred, what else you got? 49ers. The 49ers. That's impossible. That is impossible. That's impossible. Not on the list. All right, Fred. Top five. Let's go. All right, let's go. Okay, I said Dallas. Let's go with uh let's go with uh let's go with uh Seahawks. Seahawks. All right, we focus. We focus. Seahawks are number Two on the list. I'm sorry, number three. My bad with 47. You're missing number two, four, and five. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's go. We got to think about this. Let's go with the Jets, baby. The J E T S Jets, Jets. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, 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 okay. Actually, that was, that was two, so my bad. The Buffalo Bills. There you the go. Buffalo Bills. Come, they come in at number two on the list. So you got Cowboys, Bills, Seahawks. You're missing four and five. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just throw this one out there. It's gonna be the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns. Stop it. Get some help. Let's let's see if Fred is the sudden death winner. Justin and Jordan, you guys are up here. You guys, one of you guys got to snag at least one of these. We'll go jo uh, Judge Jordan. We'll go to you first. Can you name number four or number five on this list? The Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Well, I thought that was guaranteed. Justin, are you going to let the jester? Steal this away from you. You know what? I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. Finally. I, kinda, I like it. The Baltimore Ravens. You idiot. It's the Jags, isn't it? You have let this man come in and steal this game away from you guys. Number four, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They are number yeah. four. 44 points and number five, the Pittsburgh.
Pittsburgh Steelers. I was going to pick them, but they just got everybody out. in that division but Pittsburgh. Is that yeah, crazy? Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> right crazy. So. This, I, this is the biggest upset right. since Buffalo beat Miami, I got to say. Indeed. We, we, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't need any winner because um, I don't have any new winner music because, unfortunately, um, that's copyrighted, I found out recently. But I know, yeah, but I know one that ain't. So Justin and Jordan. So you're telling me there's a chance. And which one was which one was the winning music? I mean, if you want, I want you to sing it. Which one was it? It's, it just went like I don't know. <laughs> it was very like joyful. <laughs> Some shit. I don't know. Let's go the way we're it wasn't that cool guitar riff i'll tell you that much all right let's get now the way the reason i did the game because the waiver wire is just kind of barren this week i mean we've talked about cj stroud already jimmy jimmy g maybe sam howell against the bears joshua dobbs has become interesting zach wilson matt stafford i don't know Jordan, or, yeah, Jordan, we'll go to you first. You got anybody on this quarterback list that you're interested in? If if you're in any league, and I've been in a couple, but if you're in any league that C.J. Stroud's out there, go get that man and tuck him away for later days. That that kid's it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's we've been talking about him for weeks. I mean, hopefully you've grabbed him already if you haven't. Um, all right, let's go to the uh, running backs, Jaleel McLaughlin. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, who's been, uh, you know, he's been playing well and very efficient. Now with Miles Sanders possibly banged up. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Melvin Gordon also showing some flashes as well. Justin, how about you? Anybody on this running back list you're uh, interested in or somebody you're bringing up? Yeah, like, I mean, uh, you know, Jamil, Jamil McLaughlin or Jaleel McLaughlin, he really showed something last week, he, a little bit of spark to him. Um, I also know Samaj P. Ryan is probably on a lot of people's waiver wires because a lot of people gave up on him as well. Um, so, yeah, if, if you're going for him, I'd probably go the order you just had, McLaughlin, Hubbard, and Gordon, uh, respectively. Yeah, so um, we brought up P. Ryan. Are you more interested in P. Ryan, or will you you like what you see out of McLaughlin more? I, I like what I saw out of McLaughlin, but that doesn't mean that Sean Payton likes what he saw out of McLaughlin. You know, so we see so many times these coaches put in these young spark plugs, play them for one game, they really show out, and then next week it's like they like mispractice or something like that, or like they pissed in the the wrong stall or something. Cause all of a sudden, you know, you got somebody in there that's like the the old dog and you're just like, what are you what are, what are you doing? You know what you got on the sidelines over there. Bring them in. But I only threw P Ryan out there because I think they probably got dropped by a lot of people. So I think he could be an option. I really don't like the running backs this week. It's, it's yeah, that's why I threw, yeah, that's why I threw the game in there because there wasn't really a lot to talk about, honestly. I will say, though, going to receivers, I'll just throw it out there. If Jaden Reed's out there, number two targeted, we just learned number two targeted tight end or, or excuse me, receiver in the red zone. He's somebody definitely I'll be looking at uh, to pick up. Um, let's go to the receivers, though, for pickups. Adam Thielen's been mentioned. Now, Michael Wilson's been interesting. He was somebody the Cardinals were big on during camp, and, you know, and he didn't really – I guess he got benched for some strange reason. Something happened with the coaching staff. I'm not sure. Um, but now he's starting to show out a little bit. Don't forget, Kyler Murray eventually may make it back, too. 
Um, Joshua Dobbs has played pretty damn decent, not for nothing. He has. Romeo Dobbs also, you know, Joshua Palmer. Again, these are, again, retrends from last week. Fred, anyone you're looking at to grab receiver-wise? Yes, old man Thielen, baby. Uh, that first week he had two receptions. After that, seven, 11, seven, two touchdowns. I mean, he's been money. Hey, he's been money. Everybody thought it was going to be the other receiver over there. What's the name? What's the name? Uh, help me out here. And then Shark. Anna, Shark. Everybody thought it was going to be him, but Thielen has been old, reliable, no matter who the quarterback was. And hey, it's definitely uh, grab Thielen. He doesn't look like he's going to slow down. Yeah, if you just would have started him against me the other week, you would have won. But unfortunately, you panicked because you're playing with the champ. All right, let's get on to the tight end position. Uh, Jake Ferguson, again, if you don't know, we've heard his name about a thousand times. Janu Smith, maybe you want to take a flyer if they just get, I don't know what they're doing with Kyle Pitts anymore. Cole Komet, you know, he's finally busted out, had a good game uh, with with uh, Justin Fields. Is there anyone tight end-wise, Justin, you're looking at? Uh, yeah, I mean, if Jake Ferguson's still there, I'm definitely going to take some Jake Ferguson. Um, Cole Komet as well. These are a couple guys that I'm like, I would be surprised if they're there. Jonu Smith, though, would not be surprised if he was there. And, you know, I'll take a shot on him because he's getting all the plays that we thought Kyle Pitts was going to be getting. So, yeah, fuck yeah. Got to get it somehow, right? Trade it out. Kyle Pitts for uh, Jonu Smith. Do the old Arthur Smith. <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gents. Commanders versus Chicago could be an interesting streaming option this week. Lions versus Carolina. America's team bouncing back versus the Giants. And the Broncos versus the Jets. That's another possible streaming option you might want to look at. All right. Well, those are our waiver wires. Like I said, it was a little boring this week. So that's why we played the game kind of in lieu of. Let's get to the Thursday night breakdown. That, that one never gets old, right? Never gets old. All right, so Thursday night, we got a slobanaka. No, I'm kidding. We got the Bears. We got at the Commanders. 72 degrees. There is a slight chance of showers, they're saying as of now. Winds are seven miles an hour. Commanders lead the series 27-24-1. and Commanders have won eight out of the last nine, including in 2022. They won 12 to 7. The Commanders, they're favored by six and a half. The over-under is 44 and a half. Um, Bear, uh, excuse me, the Bears against fantasy QBs, they're 31st. Against running backs, they're 31st. Against receivers, they're 19th. Against tight ends, they're 30th. Against uh, commanders, against fantasy QBs, are 23rd. Against running backs, are 15th. Against receivers, are 26th. Against tight ends, are 31st. Let's go around the room. Justin, talk about the matchup. Guys you like and don't like, and who wins it? Uh, yeah, I'm down with matchup. I think that this is going to be uh, a low-key, kind of like what Denver was with Chicago last week, a fantasy bonanza uh, game between two bad teams. Uh, Washington's a really interesting team because they can go from one week getting absolutely pummeled by the Bills to the next week taking the NFC Championship winning Eagles to the brink of you know their first loss. So it's a very interesting team. And they did it in Philly, which is – actually a little bit more impressive. 
Um, so I think the commanders will probably end up winning this game. I hope they do because I hope this means the end of Matt Eberflus and that reign of terror between him and Getze at the helm. It has been nightmarish to watch. Uh, but I do think that uh, Justin Fields can put up another big uh, game. He's got a nice stretch coming around the corner, guys. Justin Fields is a guy that if you're really trying to buy somebody low, um, buy Justin Fields right now because he's got a good stretch of games coming around the corner that really could boost up your weeks if you thought he did it last week. And then DJ Moore, love what he built with him last week. And one guy on that uh, commander's team I'm going to talk about, and then I'm going to send it off to everybody else, Jahan Dotson, battling a little bit of an injury, but he had a little bit of a spark last week, and I hope that spark indicates we might start seeing some smoke and maybe some fire soon because that guy is electric when he gets the ball. So I want him to get as many deep passes as possible because I invested a lot of shares in that guy. So come on, Jahan, let's go. Let's I go, that, Commanders. I realize as we were talking and the constant beating on your fucking desk um, that I forgot to ask for your picks. Uh, Greg Greg just put in the Commanders. So you're, you're going with Commanders? Commanders. Okay, so there you go. I forgot to add. I can't believe I forgot the graphic for that one. All right, let's go, Jordan. What do you think? Give me some guys you like and don't like, and who's your pick? I, uh, I'm rolling back out some Sam Howell this week, uh, slinging Sam. I think he can get it done against the Bears. I think you have to start Justin Fields. Um, Khalil Herbert actually showed a little bit of signs of life last week, so I'm hoping that maybe he can do something again this week and uh, put together a couple of good games here. Um I think Justin's spot on with Jahan Dotson. Um, I'm ready to see the breakout happen. Um, honestly, the biggest letdown of me last week was how do you not go for two to end that game against the defending NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles? So hopefully, um, you know, Riverboat Ron can have a little bit more balls this week and actually come in and, and, and win a game um but i am picking the commanders in this one and i'm smashing the over because like justin said i think it's going to be a fantasy bonanza in all the wrong ways yeah um he said he needs his sack i hear you all right let's go fred who he's come guys you like and don't like who's your winner i mean uh, the winner is going to be the commanders now you know how bad I feel for Chicago to go from Nagy to fucking Ibrahimovic. This is a fucking shit. I mean, it's a damn shame. You went from bad to worse. I mean, uh, <laughs> now I mean, and then you know everybody was blaming Justin Fields. He came out next week, but what I am looking at is the Commanders are really not that good against tight ends. So Cole Komet can have another really big week this week. Just got twenty-seven points. What's to stop him from having another big over twenty-point week? Uh, Justin Fields should be looking good, and like I said, I just, just I'm picking the Commanders because it's going to be at home. But uh, I'm sorry, Chicago, and I'm just you just got some bad coaches, bud. This is completely reminiscent of the same Broncos Bears matchup we saw last week. Two teams that just are okay offensively, however, porous defenses looks like on both sides, quite frankly. So, but again, matchup wise, I'm going to take Commanders at home. Um, you know, the Bears are just the Bears right now, unfortunately. I don't know what's going on with that franchise, but, you know, like, Fred, you mentioned, 
from Nagy to I can't even pronounce this guy's name. I don't even care. What is it, Ibrufus? Whatever. <laughs> don't even care at this point. Um, he does not, not even worth it. It's okay. Life. The only people that need to know his name are the people in the unemployment office. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, listen. If you have some waiver wire picks of mine, that's all well and good. But are they sophisticated? We sure the hell gonna find out. Andrew LaDuke is in. Mr. Mallard, he's here to share some sophistication station. Let's check it out. Welcome to Sophistication Station. Hello and welcome back to Sophistication Station. I am Andrew LaDuke, a.k.a. Mr. Mallard. And this week, we have another edition of four guys who you can pick up on your waiver wires. All of these guys are below 50% owned on ESPN uh, League. So let's take a look at who we're looking at. Romeo Dobbs, surprisingly, is still under 50% owned. He isn't putting up necessarily touchdown numbers, but he seems to be Jordan Love's safety target in that offense right now. So Romeo Dobbs should be a nice, consistent flex play for you, especially with this bye week starting to come up. I'd feel comfortable starting him if I needed to in a flex. And then Jaleel McLaughlin coming onto the scene with this Javante Williams injury. Waiting to see more information when it comes to that, how long Javante Williams will be out. But Jaleel McLaughlin made the most of his opportunity, and I don't see Sean Payton uh, giving him less of a chance now that he showed what he could do. We've seen Samaje P. Ryan. Now it's McLaughlin's turn, so go ahead and pick up Jaleel McLaughlin. And then Wandale Robinson made his return to the abysmal Giants last night. The Giants offense, even though looks terrible, and Darren Waller has been a massive disappointment. But Wandale Robinson still has the eye of Daniel Jones, and his speed and his athleticism has allowed him to get open when Daniel Jones is panicking, and Daniel Jones kept finding him to get those receptions. So in those PPR leagues, Wandale Robinson, once again, could be a useful flex on these bye weeks coming up. And then Jameson Williams will be returning from suspension to the Detroit Lions. Now, the Detroit Lions offense has been fairly productive to this point uh, with Jared Goff at the helm and with Amon Ross St. Brown and Josh Reynolds. Jameson Williams could be that extra explosive piece down the field that they will be looking to use, especially with David Montgomery anchoring that run game and Jameer Gibbs just poised to have a breakout at some point. So Jameson Williams is someone I am definitely looking to get a piece of. He could be very useful in some of the later bye weeks coming down the road. Once again, I am Angela Duke, a.k.a. Mr. Mallard, and this is Sophistication Station. Stay classy, my friends. Stay classy. Indeed. All right, ladies and gents, you'll want to stick and stay here at the Fantasy Sports Corporation because tomorrow night, of course, we got the Blonde Blitz and all that great stuff. But what you really want to see is you got Fantasy Jesus on one side. You're going to have Judge Jordan on the other side. You'll have the commish right in the middle in this beautiful sandwich trying to hold these guys off each other because they're going to go mano y mano and champs versus chumps. Dallas versus the 49 is going to be a great matchup this weekend and going to be a great matchup tomorrow night. So make sure you check it out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you. Of course, follow us on Friday. We'll have our weekly breakdown and, of course, wake up with us on Sunday with TSS Fantasy. We appreciate you, and we are out. <laughs>